Good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Miner. It's Wednesday the 9th of November, still pretty wet and drizzly. Uh, and Paul, you're an American. What do you think? Uh, it looks like the Democrats actually are doing all right at these midterm elections, aren't they? Well, I don't know if you'd call losing control of the House and the Senate uh, all right. Uh, it's not as bad as uh, perhaps they were predicting, but they definitely have lost the House. Uh, so they no longer have control, uh, I would say, of the um, legislative agenda here for the next two years. So we'll see what kind of progress can be made with legislation and so forth. So we have a rather limp America for two years. Yeah. Um, uh, and also, actually, it's worth, I know we're sort of mining here, but this is actually relevant. Uh, I noticed that uh, factory gate prices in China actually fell in October 1.3%. Um, and I think that uh, we should be aware, I know I, when I talk to my clients, I've been talking since the summer, actually, about deflation in 2023. I know most people are talking about inflation. I'm talking about deflation because what, this is what's going to happen next year. And it's going to be a really weird situation, I think, across the Western world. Deflation is now happening in China and actually with unemployment, particularly youth unemployment in China, the Chinese government is probably going to encourage this um, because it's a way of getting people back into work. And what it's going to do, it will start exporting very, very cheap goods to try and get people into employment. Uh, it'll bring deflation around to the West. We've already seen shipping rates come back to almost normal levels. Don't worry about your energy bills. That will sort themselves out. And this is a major global strategic change, uh, which will have a massive impact on markets. Uh, I don't think most people are really focused on it, to be honest with you, uh, but you should. Uh, now, it is relevant to mining, of course, because China is still one of the biggest consumers of mining uh, material, shall we say. Uh, and you are going to see this change in the Chinese economy. Anyway, on that note, uh, let's go to lithium because, again, that's where China obviously dominates and the West is slowly, slowly playing catch up. Um, but hey, we've got to go back to our all time favourite, haven't we, Paul? Atlantic lithium, the stock that just keeps giving and giving and giving and, and more giving. Yes, what have they said does. today? Yes, it does. We've got um, another 4,700 metres of drill assays uh, by Atlantic lithium uh, released on the Iwoya lithium pegmatite project in Ghana. More of the same uh, is the best way to put it. Uh, the uh, main zone continuing to meet all of its expectations on infill drilling and the depth drilling results that they're showing on the uh, grass cutter um, east and uh, Ewolia north uh, deposits are now uh, showing that they are bigger than what is expected or had been previously modeled before as well. Looking at grades uh, in excess of or widths in ex excess of 10 meters at grades uh, from uh, one to two percent uh, lithium, uh, and uh, it uh, management's feeling very confident that the resource is going to be larger, and I'm feeling very confident that they will probably upsize the size of the mine when they go to DFS as well. It was PFS modeled at two million tons a year and I think they probably will up it to three when we get to uh, DFS. It's it's just going to infinity and beyond. This is an amazing stock. Uh, anyway, I think most people know the story pretty well. He, of course, is finding the next one. 
Uh, not this one is finished. There's still plenty more to go. Uh, also, just worth pointing out, actually, whilst we're sort of having this conversation, I don't know if you saw this, Paul, but um, because it wasn't public, it's not in the UK. Um, and I'm not quite sure how they pronounce it, but Retech, which is R-E-E Tech, uh, it's a Norwegian uh, rare earth processing plant. So a bit like Pensana that we have in the UK. They've just raised 1.2 billion Norwegian krona, um, which is about 115 million euros, or call it 100 million pounds, uh, to build a full-scale production plant uh, for separating rare earths um, in Porsgrunn. Um, but what it caught me about this, other than the fact that the Norwegian state fund is is going to be putting in money, uh, and Mercuria, um, which obviously is a big uh, commodity trader. Uh, but also TechMet, which uh, we talk about quite a lot, run by Brian Manel, very smart cookies. Um, they also have put money into this. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, Paul, but quite a relevant one. No, I hadn't seen that. And uh, that's interesting, too, because uh, right now Estonia is the only rare earth uh, upgrading plant that's uh, currently in production at the moment uh, in that country. So uh, definitely... Uh, European uh, interest and your investor interest in order to get uh, alternative uh, uh, upstream uh, pro uh, downstream processing in rare earths uh, established in a major way in Europe. No, I mean, that is one of the keys. I mean, I know we talk about it a lot and I think we're probably um, a little bit ahead of the pack, shall we say, um, but as well as mining, you've got to think about the whole processing uh, chain, uh, just in the same way that oil and gas obviously did, you know, you wouldn't shell and BP, you know, they have both upstream and downstream. You've got to almost to a certain extent, the mining industry needs to go the same way. Um, but there we go. All right. Uh, now let's see what other news and news and views we got out this morning. Go on, Paul, I'll let you kick off and then I'll maybe think something else to ask you. Yeah, we've got Atalaya Mining, the Spanish copper producer, Q3 and year to date re results released. Uh, EBITDA came in at 37 million uh, euros and uh, that uh, because of extremely high electricity prices and other input cost inflation they uh, when you put in those adjustments it actually came up negative at minus 4.3 in the third quarter. They do have a net cash position of 55.6 million euros so not in a particularly vulnerable spot and they do have lower power prices. Uh, already negotiated in going forward here and they will have a 50 megawatt solar plant uh, expected to come online next year too so uh, it's a disappointing set of numbers i would say for atalaya because of this cost inflation but it's a temporary one i think uh, yeah also worth noting uh broad lithium today uh, got approval to list on the tsx v should start trading tomorrow obviously we're actually doing the opposite we're bringing a lot of companies from the TSX V, TSX to UK and listing one on Acris because it's it's very cheap and it, it has a fast track market approval. Um, I, I think we're better off doing it that way around than, than the other way around because a lot more cost and complexity. But there you go, that's my view. I would say that, wouldn't I? Um, okay, uh, Paul, anything else? Uh, and just to say, the big news in the gold space uh, what was uh, developing uh, yesterday and today is that the gold fields has formally. Uh, backed out of the Yamana Gold to take over because of the, the Yamana board accepting the Pan Am Silver Agnico Eagle trumping uh, bid. Uh, so um, Goldfields will end up with a, a $300 million uh, break fee payment to be paid to them by Yamana and uh, it looks like Pan Am is going to um, 
cover at least half of that uh, payment. Yeah, I mean, on that point, gold price just perked up nicely back over 1700. But actually, the one to watch, of course, that we talked about is the silver price now at 2150. That has really rebounded strongly. Obviously, we we jeweled this the other day. Guanajuato silver, uh, by the way, that stock since we did it, I think is up about 20%. Uh, so there was an opportunity, and it still is a great opportunity for UK investors um, to actually be able to buy into a fantastic stock. Uh, Guanajuato Silver. I can tell you they actually will be over, the management will be over, they'll be attending the BSA Aquis Showcase event on November the 29th. Um, it's going to be a great event. We've got a lot of people, over 100 people attending, a lot of good companies. Um, it's not just about mining, obviously, it's also a lot about brands, technology, you name it. We've got Sir Robin Saxby, the founder of Arm, coming to tell us about the new winners and losers in the technology space going forward. You won't often get to talk to him. Uh, but Guanajuato Silver will be there and we'll also be doing a roadshow and it's a stock that you really should be looking at. Uh, on that note, I've probably said enough, Paul, you've probably said enough and uh, you won't speak to me tomorrow uh, because I'm going to be down at Tungsten West talking to the boys down there, seeing how it's going. I'm actually going to be making a film as well, a video, so that we can get the latest news out by video to all investors. But again, if people have got questions on Tungsten West, uh, then do messages directly. So uh, I may catch you on Friday morning, but I'll be down at my house in Cornwall. Very good. See you then.